So welcome to Grandpa Hill's True Stories. These stories are for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. I'm Grandpa Hill, and I'm sitting here with a lot of grandchildren. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, am I counting wrong? Did I missing someone again? Seven. Seven again? Okay, there's still seven. And their mother, and their mother's mother, who happens to be Grandma. I remember sometimes when I was in the hospital that other children were very sad. Well, that, we're going to come up with that now. Be quiet. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Bobby. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so... Um, just a moment, I'm going to tell the story. In this story, your mother is sick again. But in this story, your mother refused to do something in the hospital. She refused to get better. That's pretty bad. You're in the hospital, you really want to get better. And there's a lot of things you have to do. You have to take your pills, take your medicine. Follow all the rules, you get poked with needles and all that other kind of stuff. And that was really, normally, Patricia really, really cooperative with all that. But not so much this time. So she was having some trouble getting better. She was very sick. Don't know if she had pneumonia this time too or not, but she wasn't in ICU. So I'm going to say she maybe didn't have pneumonia, but she also had a cold or something. Her asthma was really bad and she was blue again. And she was about four years old. And we're sort of getting used to this. You go to the hospital, you get some, you get a shot, you get into the tent, and you start breathing good oxygen, and you start calming down, and then you try to get better. But that wasn't working. She seemed tormented and mad. Have you ever had a little child be mad? Oh, like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Well, if you're mad and you're having an asthma attack, it's really bad. It's a good time to just calm down the best you can because you're just trying to get air into your body. And it really is a panic thing. And if you have on top of that being mad or upset, it makes it hard. And that's why she wasn't getting better. So she was in there overnight. And it was the next day I came and the situation had been developing over some time that she wasn't getting any better. And uh, when I came in, she was a little bit better. I mean, you can't fight all the medicines and everything else. And Patricia got a little bit of control of herself, which is a, just a miracle in itself. But I've heard, you know, not just because you're really, really sick. And she was pointing and crying and started getting having another fit. And the asthma was coming back again. So... We started trying to understand a little more about what was bothering her. And then we started to understand, because she was speaking just a little bit, somebody else was crying. Now, do you guys ever get upset when Naomi's crying? Yes. Yeah, you get upset. But she was not just upset about this little girl crying. And this, this little girl crying had nothing to do with, you know, her problem. She's sick in her bed. The other, she's crying. The other girl's sick in her bed, and she's crying. But this was a little different because this little girl was an infant, 
And she like didn't stop crying, just kept crying. And this little girl did not have a brain stem. So she wasn't going to live for a long time. I don't know if she'd live a week or a month or whatever, but there was no, no, no brainstem going down through the rest of the body. Just starts down the back and stops. So it was, that was sad and she understood that. And that's not what, why she was sad. She wasn't sad about, she wasn't even sad about the baby crying. She already, she'd been around Brian and she, she knew already at four years old, babies cry and, things like that. And she cried too sometimes. But this baby, it wasn't because the baby wouldn't stop crying. It was because nobody cared about that baby. Nobody was there to hold the baby. Nobody even said boo or hi or talk to the baby. Nothing. Not even the nurses. Nobody was there for the baby. So what was happening was Patricia was like getting her heart broken over there trying to recover from her illnesses. So the best medicine for Patricia at that time was for Grandma and I to ignore Patricia and pay attention to this baby. <laughs> Which got Patricia to calm down. And then the medicines, of course, and all the other stuff starts to work better. She gets the oxygen she needs, you know, breathing properly, even when you have asthma, is important of starting to reducing the inflammation of the cold and whatever else was wrong in her lungs. And eventually someone did come and hold the baby once. And, but whenever we were there, which we stayed there until she came home, which I think she came home later that day or the next day, the only thing that we had to do for Patricia was to care for this baby, which was hard to care for some because like what you say to her and talk to her didn't, really stop any crying she just kept on crying that's all she was going to do was cry and uh it, it was like we weren't allowed to hold her but she wasn't no i don't even know if that's true we might have held her near the end but there had to be someone there or something but it was just unbelievable to us too that we, as we dug in and found out yeah there's no one no one's come to visit her during the whole time that patricia was in there so, in the process of caring for the infant, that Patricia was cheered up, and she started to get better. And as we cooed and talked to her, and I mean, we weren't we weren't faking it. We were trying to care for the child. It didn't seem to help the girl at all, but it really helped Patricia. And maybe even more, it really helped Grandma and Grandpa to be caring for her and to realize how big and grown up and mature that your mother was when she was just four years old. That she was reaching out. And she wasn't reaching. She nearly wasn't actually mad at us. She just really couldn't communicate too well breathing and all the rest of that stuff so that's that story you got quite a mom marshmallow yes Dorf? the baby cried and cried and cried yeah
She was very sick. And she was probably going to die. Do you think the baby was sad? Uh, I don't know if the baby was sad. But Patricia, she knew without a doubt that the baby was all alone. And completely abandoned. That was so wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. Patricia wanted so bad for someone to try and comfort the baby that she wanted no comfort for herself. Mm, that day, Patricia really grew up and did a big and wonderful thing to get Grandma and Grandpa to care for the baby. Yes, Corp. That was good of Patricia and good for the baby. And good for Grandma and Grandpa, too. But, uh, Patricia did very well growing up that day. Really? It seems so unselfish and grown up to want the baby cared for, even if it meant she would not get any attention. Yes, Gorf. It was a mature thing to do, but Patricia did very little growing up that day. Oh, I think I understand. What happened that day is that Grandpa and Grandma realized just how grown up their little girl already was. Yeah, Gorf, you got it. Well, I guess I'm pretty smart for a frog. <laughs>